0: Welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a
1: dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
2: Welcome to our two of tonight's Andrea Kay Show. What a phenomenal Thanksgiving weekend I had, but super glad to be back with you guys, ready to ready to continue to fight to save America that we are. Last hour, if you missed it, we had John Guondola on, who's my favorite national security analyst, and he had some amazing insights. So if you missed that, as well as the insights from Whoopi Goldberg... <laughs> Or if you missed the best cyber deal on Cyber Monday available, definitely download the podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at andreacayshow.com, andreacayshow.com. I'm also on all the socials. Follow me. Let's continue to have fun. And you know who I have fun with every night of the week now? It's the one and only. He's sweet and spicy and yummy and full of all kinds of nutritional goodness. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love this sesame bro-
1: bro- bro- broccolini this guy
2: fiery like a dragon rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon high heat <laughs> 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 um did you
1: go black friday shopping by chance I, I don't really participate in that and i'm glad i missed out this year because i saw some crazy footage online
2: yeah, I used to, but I used to go very, very rarely. No, it actually wasn't Black Friday deals. I actually, um, you uh, on a few occasions went on uh, the day after Christmas deals.
1: Oh, okay.
2: And yeah, I yeah. would get up very early and go to like Macy's. I'd go to Sex and Neiman's back in the day and get phenomenal deals on business suits because I had to. I had to dress a certain way that cost a fortune. And so, yeah, I used to, I used to get up super early the day after Chris, the after Christmas sales, which used to be big. And that was before everybody was doing all this online shopping. And so you had to get up and go in person. And uh, particularly Macy's used to have some of the best after Christmas sales, but I don't think I ever really did the black Friday day after Thanksgiving sales. Not, not my jam, not my jam at all.
1: Yeah, it's just it seems like a lot of crowds and I've had some bad experiences in years past just waiting in line for hours and hours at a Best mm-hmm. Buy or a Target just to talk to somebody who doesn't know anything um, right? because all the inventory has been bought out already or they're just, you know, I mean, they're minimum wage employees. They're not going to necessarily know about mm-hmm. all the cool specs on this newest tech gear that I'm looking for for a discount price. So. Yeah, I just, I don't know. For me, online shopping, it's convenient. I don't have to deal with the upscale or the uppricing for retail stores that have to deal with paying for an actual storefront. Um, and, of course, everything else that goes along with running a retail store. So I don't know. I'm not huge into the going out and getting in line and waiting hours and hours in hopes of finding the right thing. I'd rather just Google it and see if I can get a good deal on it. Um, mm-hmm. And if not, I'll check eBay and Craigslist. You never know what you might find. I found some decent stuff mm-hmm. on eBay. So that's always out there, too, people. And then Public Square also. There's lots of interesting stuff going on there, too. So just to plug them a little bit because if yeah, you're doing holiday you know shopping, what? look look to a patriotic marketplace.
2: Right. And and I'm somebody that believes in, in shopping small and shopping local you know that's the, that's the new orleans in me because we had large chains of drug stores that were only in louisiana oh, uh, boutiques okay. we were really it really into boutique shopping we would literally shop in the french quarter little private little, little boutiques. I mean, that was so much of our culture. And we also never, you know, paid full price for anything. You know, it's like where I come from, you brag about the deal you got, you don't brag about how much you spent. So it was a whole (laughs) different, whole different culture where I come from. So um, yeah, in fact, the big department stores we had were Maison Blanche, right? Godshaws. You ever heard of Godshaws?
1: I have not. No, <laughs> I have no idea what because
2: the- they were only down there, right? Uh, and Maison Blanche, right? So, um, yeah. So that you know, so shopping is is very different uh, for me, particularly. You know, I don't have the SoCal gene of how much can I spend. <laughs> um, so anyway, I want to hear from you guys though. Email me andreaquesher or me and Sesame. Are we off the? Uh, are we off our rocks? You know, should we have been out Black Friday shopping? I tell you what, I'm not buying though. I'm not buying anything that uh, this Biden administration is trying to sell me. And for some reason, they are so stupid. I, I don't know what is going on. I cannot for the life of me figure out why Kamala Harris is anywhere talking at any point at any time on a microphone. I can't I can't understand it. I mean, yeah, I get that uh, the Republican Party is is bad at messaging and we need to get better. Um, but are we so bad that they can afford to put Kamala that the Democrats can afford to have Kamala Harris on a mic? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think that they've got us that much in in the me- messaging realm that they can afford this this hank to be running around saying foolishness. Her latest is uh, now she's going around. Um, she was supposed to be our border czar. Then you know, obviously that was a, that was a ruse, and she never went to the border anywhere near it. Of course, and um, although you know, nobody wants her to be anywhere near an actual issue. Uh, then she was recently she was put, supposed to be put in charge of the anti-Islamophobia issue as though that's that's a problem in this country. Um, and then today I hear that she has been going around talking about abortion. Look, the Democrats are de- been doing really well on the messaging for that. Case in point, hate to tell y'all. But Ohio has cemented into the Constitution the right to kill a child up until the moment of birth. OK, you can't there's no way to describe that as a win for the Democrats. you got to be going, why? Why are they sending Kamala Harris out to talk about abortion? Because if it, 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 when they're already owning the issue to our expense and to the expense of children in case in point, here she is. Talking <laughs> only Kamala Harris could involve a toilet into the discussion about abortion. Sesame Broccolini. I have met and talked with and heard the stories about women who are literally having miscarriages in a toilet. Mm. Understand every day in America what this issue means to real people. Um, I'm a real person. And I'm an actual woman, not a dude that's decided to, you know, um, wear a crop top and call myself Susie and fake a menstrual cramp. I'm an actual woman and have no idea what the, <laughs> what in the hail, H-A-Y-E-L, she is talking about in the court, some pro-abortion message talking about women having miscarriages in a toilet, and by the way, I've had a miscarriage. And I didn't have a miscarriage in a toilet. What in the actual thank you, Kamala Harris. Thank you Democrats for sending her out to try to message on abortion because if there's any if there's anybody that can turn it around for the Republicans on this issue, it's Kamala Harris. How in the world did she end up talking about women there? Name one woman. If there was any anybody with an ounce of journalistic credibility in that audience or anybody with an ounce of any kind of integrity, they would have stood up and said, show me, bring me the scalp of a woman having a miscarriage in a toilet. And what does that have to do with abortion in the first place? This is absolute Insanity. To think that this woman is second in line to run this country, and she's not planning on going anywhere. She ain't dropping out. Neither is Joe Biden, in spite of the fact that David Ignatius even came out and said his his mental capacity is is bad. It's gone. They're doing everything they can to push him out. And Joe Biden is like, I ain't going nowhere. And the Democrats are trying to get rid of him and Kamala. Does is there? I, I they must know. Because let me tell you, when it comes to the 2024 election, the Democrats have already got whatever plan they have to steal that from Donald Trump and anybody else on the ballot, it's already in the works. It's already done. They must know that they've got that election sewed up to leave her out there on the campaign trail at all saying this kind of nonsense. Don't you think so, Sesame Broccolini? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I think they uh, they know exactly what they're doing. And at the same time, though, maybe they're trying to, um, like you're saying, maybe they're trying to uh, slowly push her and Joe out because the truth is Joe Biden's incredibly unpopular. He might be the least popular American president in U.S. history. Um, and Kamala Harris is even less popular than Joe Biden. And the Democrats know that. The polls come back over and over and over again. And it doesn't matter if you ask diverse groups, quote unquote, or white people or people of color or ask anyone you want. Nobody is out here defending Kamala Harris as a leader or the ideas or the things that come out of her mouth. So I don't know if this was just a photo op gone wrong or if this is just something, you know, I don't know what exactly the logic is here, but I can tell you this much. The American people, I don't even think abortion advocates are, are moved by something like that. Even if you are pro abortion and pro death, um, Which is just it goes to show you how incredibly I I don't I guess it's entrenched is the right word. The leftists own this country. They know that. And that's why they can put out unserious politicians like Kamala Harris, who failed her way to the top simply because they can check a box and use her to brag about diversity. That's really what it is. I think Kamala Harris is a diversity hire um, and she's even less popular than Joe Biden. And I think a lot of people are surprised by that. But it turns out she's not very articulate or insightful, or deep on any real issue in politics, and people are just over it. They're tired of her.
2: Well, yeah, well, it, you know, it's like miscarriages in toilets.
1: Yeah, like, how, how am I supposed to take anyone who says that seriously?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, I can I can attest for the fact that in all the times that I've spent in ladies' rooms over the years, I've never heard a woman having a miscarriage in a toilet, okay? Now, now what we have had is we've had young women Giving birth to babies in toilets mm-hmm. and then trying to flush them or dump them in dumpsters—we've had that happening. Is that what she's referring to? Is she trying to refer to some to to somebody um, having a child in in uh, in, in uh, trying to get rid of it, trying to characterize that as a miscarriage? Is that what she's trying to do? I don't know. I'm guessing Maybe.
1: everyone there was just as confused as we are right now. I mean, she yeah. is the culinary queen of word salad truly uh, earned a michelin star at least one for the word salad that she dishes out because uh,
2: well now i'm flashing on this movie that starred anna taylor joy and um i can't remember the name of the actor who's in it but all these people go to a restaurant and that it, on an island and then the plan is to kill them yep. all at the end
1: yeah like the last res, like the last dinner or resort or something but the chef's yeah, really depressed something like that. and he hates himself and his staff's <laughs> all in on it and they're scared yeah yeah
2: yeah she's that kind of culinary Maybe the that menu kind of or something? restaurant
1: oh, i wish i could remember <laughs>
2: All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue talking about 2024 with Brian Maloney from Red Wave America. It is Mondays with Maloney coming up next. Stay tuned.
0: Andrea Kay telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It's Monday, and that means Mondays with Maloney, Brian Maloney, that is, of Red Wave America, my good friend. Hello, my dear. Did you have a wonderful Thanksgiving?
0: I did. I did. How about you?
2: It was phenomenal. I went over to the desert to hang with with, uh, some friends of mine, and there is nothing like the desert in the fall and winter. It's just absolutely magical. How are things up in the Northeast in uh, enemy country?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. There aren't as many enemies as you, you know, you'd know you think. I mean, that's the funny thing. You don't run into the <clears throat> wacky stuff too often unless you're around a university or a couple of the towns otherwise. It's pretty, you know, most of America is pretty much the same. It really is. All
2: right. All right. What, what was the best thing you ate?
0: Oh, just to, just some turkey and cranberries.
2: <laughs> just all right. Well, I didn't know if y'all ate there lobster rolls.
0: Any, there was no. For all I knew, y'all ate
2: lobster rolls up there on Thanksgiving.
0: <laughs> well, that they're not in season anymore. So that's uh, the seasons
2: oh. over. Oh, excuse yeah. me, excusez moi, excusez moi. I didn't know the lobsters were not in season.
0: <laughs> oh, you want so you know if you if you come back here. You go up to one of those summertime uh, lobster stands, crab, you know, uh, crab huts or whatever. Those lobster rolls are like forty dollars
2: each. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. And they're on a
0: hot dog bun, basically. You know? I
2: know. I, I, quite frankly, I'm not sure of the fascination. I'd rather eat. I'd rather eat some boiled crawfish myself. Uh, and, I, you know, know, I'm uh,
0: with you it, on that. I those. One yeah. of those boils that you guys do with the, all the potatoes yeah. and the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. All right, let's get into something some, something very serious uh, here. Um, speaking of Northeast libs and commies that leave a bad taste in your mouth, let's talk about Mitt Romney, shall we? And because you remember Mitt, he was the architect of Obamacare back when he was mayor, uh, not mayor, governor of Massachusetts. You know, people think yeah. of him now as just a good old, you know, Mormon out of Utah, and they forget about his little time back up in the Northeast. And uh, he actually did an interview this weekend in which he reminded everybody exactly how lefty he is and exactly why uh, he lost in 2012 against Barack Obama. He did an interview this weekend in which he was asked by Nora O'Donnell who he would vote for in 2024. And he basically said he'd vote for any of the Republicans except. Uh, Trump and Ramaswamy and said that even that any of the Democrats would be an upgrade from Trump and Ramaswamy. And of course, everybody's focused on Mitt Romney with these comments, but I was thinking Brian Maloney, if you're Nikki Haley, you don't, you and DeSantis, you don't want Mitt Romney to be saying that he would vote for you. Your your thoughts.
0: You don't. I mean, Mitt Romney is about as unpopular a figure as you can get other than Rana Romney McDaniel, uh, interesting, you know, or a Paul Ryan, interesting how they're all part of the same little ball. So, yeah, but I mean, the bottom line here again, Andrea, is that the primary race is over and has been over for months, and I think it was over from the beginning. So, all of this, oh, let's keep having the mold debate, and now let's have. Uh, You know, DeSantis debate Gavin Newsom. I mean, what is the point of any of this? Ron DeSantis is not going to suddenly surge 30 points ahead in the polls. Um, You know, there's this idea, well, we're just waiting for Trump to be thrown in prison or whatever. You know, oh, well, that if that's your attitude about this and I don't want anything to do with you at all, if you support that effort uh, and you're waiting to uh, reap the rewards of Trump in prison, you know, so what are we doing at this point? Why aren't we focused just on winning races next year? Uh, and why do we have a party that still wants to have a presidential primary when there's no point to it?
2: Absolutely. Where's our ground game? I was just saying in an earlier yeah. segment that they already the Democrats already know whatever their scheme is to steal the election. They already know it. And they're already in the process of implementing it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: And, and, and we're not doing anything. What one I I know, given the reports today, I think WAPA was reporting that uh, donations to the RNC is down and Ronald McDaniel is complaining about it. Well, you know, that's good news for me because that tells me the base is listening and they understand what the game is and they're not they're not going to play it anymore and give the money to them. Um, But in the meantime, we can't be taken next year for granted that we're going to win this thing. I I see so many conservatives when Trump gets back in the White House. Has everybody what are people thinking that the Democrats are going to sit back and just let Trump, who they stole the election from in 2020, who they have continued to and, and, and are continuing to persecute and prosecute Jan 6 people for roaming around outside of the Capitol? And, and, yeah. and continuing to indict Trump in order to stop him—I mean, is—I mean, what what delusion are people operating under? We got to get a ground game going.
0: Well, and that's why having uh, DeSantis debate Newsom is such a, a blunder oh, yeah. of Republicans, because uh, what you're doing is you're elevating Newsom. You know, Newsom is actually—if uh, you look at national polling. Uh, his polling numbers—I thought I saw seven percent support or something like that outside of California. A lot of Amer- many Americans still never heard of him. Okay, he's not well known in many parts of the country, uh, including a lot of blue states in the East. You know, people don't really—I mean—Gavin Newsom is all style over substance. Uh, you know, and there are parts of California where that has played very well for him. But I mean, where does that translate? So the bottom line is. Last thing you want to do is be elevating him uh, and put him in a position where he can play his con game on the rest of the country. Because I still think, Andrea, there's no way they run Joe Biden. And even if they want to run Joe Biden again, I don't think he'll physically be able to get to the finish line. I don't think he'll be healthy enough to get there. Uh, You know, it just doesn't seem like he has another year left in him. The way he has been the last couple of weeks, he's been worse than ever and I, I can't imagine him. I know they won't have him campaign anywhere, but i I just you know they have to have a substitute candidate, and I think it's gavin I know some I know you've said you think it's Michelle Obama it's other and that's possible, but uh you know Hillary Clinton's name is being flooded again <laughs> yeah
2: i think I think um Newsom, I think. I think um, Biden wants it to be Newsom. I don't think that the Democrats want it to be Newsom because of the liabilities that, that he has. They they are desperate. They really need somebody that, um, like Obama that doesn't really have much of a background, that's charismatic, that is somebody that, that people can project their own beliefs onto them um and, and and he has baggage. Newsom has baggage on top of the fact um that he's a- he he he's a sixty year old white dude, which the Democrats don't want <clears throat> and I think that you're absolutely right for people who don't know next week there's going to be a debate hosted by Sean libtard Hannity on the network. I don't watch anymore. (laughs) um, Who's going to be hosting it. And it's, and there's no value to the Republican party, no value for conservatives for this debate to take place. It is nothing but a vanity event for Ron DeSantis. It's nothing but, but an opportunity for Fox to kick Trump in the teeth. And they don't care that they are doing absolutely what you said and elevating and putting uh, Newsom uh, in front of a, a national audience, many of whom have no idea who he is, so that he can slick talk his way around DeSantis, and I guarantee you that he will do that. DeSantis is my prediction is, and I hope I'm wrong, um, because it hurts everybody if it's true. But my prediction is Newsom is going to wipe the floor with DeSantis.
0: Well, yeah, because DeSantis, the problem with DeSantis is, is as soon as he opens his mouth, he sounds like a doofus. Uh, and he's never been able, you know, I don't think you can undo the the doofusness of a guy like that. I don't (laughs) think you can do it. I don't think you can fix that. That's why you would never want to work on a campaign of a guy like that when you have a problem you can't fix. You want to be not working on that campaign. Uh, you know, because every time he opens his mouth, people are like, oh, go, because, you know, I thought he was going to be a good guy. Then I heard him talk. Um, and, and that is, I have heard that from 100 people. Uh, going back a couple of years, and consistently we haven't seen any improvement. And, you know, the thing is, we have polls now. We have Republican primary polls now that have DeSantis in third place in some of them. He's not even the, the second place guy anymore. I've got some where you have Nikki Haley ahead of him. So that's how far down he is. So, where, show me where he deserves to have some kind of major national stage right now. Uh, You know, the people that are still desperately backing him, how do you explain the fact that his support has continually eroded? When you start fighting behind Nikki Haley, who is an underwhelming candidate, if there ever was one, um, you're really, really in trouble.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And all this does is we cannot be complacent and apathetic about 2024. This is Fox News kicking our teeth in. Um, and giving you know a propagandist a national forum unnecessarily, it's not going to help DeSantis. He's not going to gain any traction on Trump. An no. entire no. DeSantis campaign is based upon propping up the deep state that's weaponized against Trump and 75 million MAGA voters. And that was a really stupid campaign choice that DeSantis made. Um, which yeah. was to side with the deep state against Trump. And it was it was stupid. Ra- Ramaswamy didn't have to do it, and DeSantis didn't have to do it. And so um, I don't know if I'm going to be watching or not. I doubt it because I don't give my eyeballs to Fox. Um, but I'll be curious to see the clips the next day and to, to see if I'm right. Um, yeah. Look, Newsom is very slick, and I expect that he's going to wipe the floor with DeSantis and and just because DeSantis has better policies doesn't mean he can win a debate. Well, if, you know, uh, as
0: in yeah, and, and as a you know, I know I'm not in California anymore, but I grew up in California. I've been watching Gavin Newsom for decades. And that guy yep. was born and bred to become by the Getty family to become a future president. Uh this guy, you never want to underestimate Gavin Newsom ever. I think you want your eye on him all the time because he is the sneaky, sneaky son of a gun. That sneaky trip to China, and that sneaky trip to the White House when the Bidens were not in there measuring the curtains inside, walking around like he was already the president. This guy, I'm telling you, you know, if you if you take your eye off him for a second, he's going to pull up last one.
2: Yep. I think it's really stupid on DeSantis's part, um, but we'll we'll have to see. Brian Maloney, thank you for being here tonight. Red Wave you America. You Appreciate bet. you. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of women, we were talking about women earlier with um, with the idiot Kamala Harris, Roundhield Harris. Um, But there's you know, the the left has made some strides in in, uh, women in terms of culture. And there's an interesting, if not disturbing poll I want to share with you guys when we come back. Don't go away.
0: K bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. If you missed any part of the show, don't forget you can download our podcast wherever you get your pods. Email me at dot com. Um, earlier in the show, we were talking about Kamala Harris. Played a clip of her that, you know, trying to appeal to women, uh, you know, selling abortion. That, oh my gosh, I've just had so many women coming to me telling me about their miscarriages they've had in toilets which i've had a miscarriage i know uh, so many women that have miscarriages none of them involved a toilet so I, I have no idea what she was talking about and maybe it doesn't matter because the left has done such a great job of targeting women for decades now beginning with the feminist movement which was so false uh telling women you know um oh it's just terrible to stay at home and be a wife and a mother and who remembers that uh that have you ever heard the angeliad sesame broccolini uh i don't think so i can bring home the bacon fried up in a pan and never never let you forget you're the man because i'm a woman angeli and she goes (laughs) on to talk about how she's a 24-hour woman Um, uh, I can, I can come home at the end of the day. I can read the kids tickety talk. Um, I mean, basically, uh, she's dressed in lingerie. I mean, she, you know, so she works all day. She comes home, takes care of all the children, cooks all the meals and still satisfies her man. That's the message of feminism. Dude, 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 dude also works, but then she does everything else. Gee, sounds, sounds great, right? That's the message they've been selling women. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that you can have it all and you can also do it all. <laughs> Girl, you've been sold a bag of goods, okay? Then they push this whole thing by how you didn't even need to be married, right? Well, why would you need a man if you're doing it all, right? Kind of makes sense, right? Here's the problem though. Uh you're, you have a much a woman has a much greater chance of ending up in, in poverty. As a single woman, well, enter the government, right, to come in and take care of all of you women. What's the end result of all this? Well, according to a poll, nearly one third of women are, quote, no longer focused on adhering to traditional milestones and timelines in their relationship, according to a a dating apps uh, 2024 annual dating report. This is from Bumble, by the way. Uh, Their director, Lucille McCart, says women are, quote, increasingly looking around and wondering why they feel the need to follow an outdated rule book when it comes to their dating journeys and relationship milestones. Rather, instead of following the traditional timeline of dating, marriage, and family, 31% of women no longer focused on adhering to traditional relationship timelines and milestones. Timelines are out and choosing your own path is in. Oh, well, that's all well and good uh, until you're a woman, until you realize that your biological clock is kind of tick, tick, ticking and you can't get pregnant on your own girl. And oh, by the way, it costs a whole lot of money to raise a kid. And that is, and then you got the problem on, uh, depending on what age you are, you might have been indoctrinated into cutting off your, your bazooms and having your uterus, uh, you know, messed with so you've got those complications as well look the left has done everything that they could do to destroy the family unit because that's how you destroy a nation right sesame
1: yeah well i'm glad you said it like that because the family is the cornerstone of everything that we're doing here it's Look, the Founding Fathers talked a lot about individual rights and God-given rights, and that's good. Um, but the, And that's all the more reason to talk about the family because strong families and strong communities, that's how we keep our rights protected. That's how we keep the government small and, and prevent tyranny um, from from taking over our lives. And it's just sad to see so many people, including, I guess in this case young women, turning their backs on these institutions that are not – outdated um but have stood the test of time for good reason there's a reason Mm -hmm. that people actively want to get married and to want and want to have children and eventually want to have grandchildren and want to there there are certain milestones that are baked into the cake because it's a huge part of human development and it's the backbone of Mm -hmm. what keeps society going so I, i hate this this mindset that oh you know um Everything that the founding fathers cared about or that, you know, all of our American traditions and culture and history, it's all outdated and anachronistic and it doesn't work for the modern person. Well, let's take a look at modern society because most people by statistics are anxious, depressed, alone, Mm -hmm. sad, overworked, overweight, possibly even in debt. So that's not really the mark of a healthy society. So I, I think the real thing for for women these days is find sort of figuring out again or rediscovering maybe some of the things you don't have to. There isn't one cookie cutter fit for for every single woman, but this idea that we should just degrade parenthood as, as being something that's low yeah. status or or and degrading
2: uh, marriage, yeah, and the, degrading the marriage. Of
1: marriage and also motherhood and fatherhood. Both of those things are equally important, and it takes it takes both of those things to create a family and that's that's a beautiful beautiful thing that's that's right. the way that's god's created order man and woman are made for each other and they come together in unison right. give themselves ask, to each right. other and then with the possibility of creating new life and there's a well, careful let, balance when it comes to you know right. actually raising those kids i don't know what that looks like but you start you can already hear with this rhetoric oh well it's getting so hard to have kids that leads right into the pro abortion oh well let's just make it so that people can just disappear those kids and immediately off them and that 's where it gets really, really sadistic um, that 's right. the ultimate attack the- on motherhood is taking the woman who 's capable of creating life and giving her the tools to destroy it and telling her that 's empowering mm-hmm. that 's the, the for me that 's yeah. the most twisted cherry on top of this whole thing is taking taking women who obviously can they have this very unique ability to create life and you try to sell them sell them this bill of goods that life is somehow new life is just going to ruin your life it's just again outdated anachronistic no th- th- no it is not it, it mm, that just makes my blood boil
2: right well and not to mention the fact that yeah modern society you yeah, ask any single mother how great that is
1: yeah seriously
2: when she's trying to especially when she's got a sick when she's got a sick kid Right, how 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 easy and breezy it is. You know, they mean these uh, these TV shows make single motherhood look so girl good. Look, I love Gilmore Girls. I think it's I think it's a show that's just incredibly. The writing is incredibly clever, and the acting is great. But one of the things that always bothers me about that show is that the writers of it have intentionally created a single mother character who you know manages to live in a home that she no way could be able to afford and single motherhood just so easy and she just left the horrible life that she grew up in of you know where her parents were wealthy and she went to private schools and it's just a, a, a bag of, of idiocy right uh the whole the whole foundation of the storyline it's absolutely ridiculous and it's meant to send the message that you don't need a man and that single motherhood is easy and it's a piece of cake when it's absolutely difficult. And one of the reasons why they have done that is who remembers the life of Julia? It was the Obama administration specifically created a character on the website. And they named her Julia, and life of Julia showed Julia's entire life uh, from the time that she's in college through her entire adulthood and every step of the way she was married to the government. The left does not have a problem with marriage. What the left has a a problem with is men in society. They want women dependent. They want women married all right. They want them married to the government. That's the reality. Yeah I I there was a the, and and as it's relating and and the transgender movement fits into that uh this and that's not empowering for women dependency is not empowering to women
1: no, this is Why disempowering. Is they're trying to it's, marge. Yes, because of bro, the truth is, if they can break society, if they can crush us by tearing apart the seams of the foundation, the family unit, going, you know, church attendance, whatever it is, if they can keep us down, then they know there will never be a real revolt or a real revolution. They they want to create people who are incapable of self governance, so that way they can be as bloated and tyrannical and push as far as they want, and they know the American people will take it. In part because we don't have the strength or the resilience or the fortitude to fight for this country anymore. They were trying to break apart the fabric of the society so they can keep us under their boots forever, Mm -hmm. indefinitely. That's how this movie ends.
2: And they're they're so um, bent on trying to sell you. One of the things Barack Obama, one of the first things he did when he took office was he gave a speech and said over and over, only the government can fill in the blank. Only the, I mean, government solution, government solution, to create because what they want is dependency because it gives them power. And so much so to where here is Education Secretary Cardona today trying to quote Reagan. Now, this clip is hilarious for two reasons. First of all, the dude gets that he's trying to quote Reagan and he gets the most one of the one of the most famous Reagan quotes ever. He gets it wrong. And he's the Secretary of Education. (laughs) Assess me if you can play the clip.
0: You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, there are resources there. There's technical assistance there. And there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner in this. Our students are waiting.
2: Thank you. Um, I think he missed the point. He missed some of the saying, which was the scariest word you'll hear is <laughs> I'm from the government. I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, you kind of missed
1: the whole punchline there. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 we need to just completely abolish the Department of Education. If that clip alone doesn't convince you, nothing will. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea and K show. Stay tuned.
0: Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Do you have your Christmas decorations up yet? Do you, Sesame Broccolini?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. As soon as Thanksgiving is over, we're getting started.
2: Yes. All right. Well, um, I guess the Biden family hasn't gotten the memo yet. Typically, most people start, you know, um, putting their Christmas decorations up around now. Maybe they don't have the tree all the way up, but they've got some Christmas decorations up. So, well, not the Biden family. Now, remember how the Biden family, Joe and Jill, got into, uh, uh, you know, got, got some hairy eyeballs looking their way because they were missing a stocking for one of their grandchildren. OK, um, you remember Sesame Broccolini, how they didn't have a stocking up for grandchild number seven.
1: <laughs> and that is Navy,
2: the daughter of Hunter's one night stand with, a, with uh, let's just say, somebody that works a pole for a living. So they took a lot of heat uh, and uh, for not putting up a stock. I mean, think about how evil you have to be to deny the existence of a grandchild i
1: mean it's pretty bad hunter biden's he skips court dates he prolonged it for so long until earlier this year he finally had to show up in person but it's actually really cold and dark and yeah. it should it, it should it's speak volumes people. to people about the moral compass of the biden's i yes. know that there's a yeah. positive bias people assume the biden's are well-intentioned but they are corrupt and it's not a new thing it's not a recent thing this has been going yeah. on for a long long time and i think that hunter is probably a lot more like his father than we even know about I don't know, but from what I've seen, this runs on the family.
2: Well, yeah, and this is just – and in fact, there was even part of the negotiations was that the child could not use the Biden name. It's like everybody knows she exists. Why are you trying to do this? I mean it's just you have to be – I mean, absolutely an evil, monstrous human being to deny. Think about growing up and realizing what family you were born into and how they just refuse to acknowledge your existence. So this year, um, there's not a stocking up for her. And instead, the plan is they're not going to put any stockings up at all for any of the grandchildren. The excuse, the cover for the for the Biden family is, oh, well, they're going to be celebrating Christmas at Camp David this year. So that's where the stockings will be. Well, they weren't celebrating Christmas at the Oval Office last year. They you know, it's just why do they think that we're going to buy this kind of nonsense? Okay, this is not uh, the, the, the Camp David excuse isn't going to work. These people are the most odious, disgusting human beings on the planet. Okay. Quite frankly, that child is lucky to not have anything to do with them because this is the old lech that was, was telling a, a, a six year old girl just last week. I love your ears. You know, I just wish I could stick around and watch Wonka with all you kitties. <laughs> 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 And then, oh, I, I I meant to pull the clip today. So one of the uh, hostages that was released is a four-year-old girl named Abigail. Her parents were brutally slaughtered on October 7th. And he actually said at the microphone today, I just wish I could give her a hug.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> no. <sighs> yeah. I'm oh. Good. Yeah. Tasteless.
2: Com- yeah. Completely yeah. disgusting people i'm you most know, surprised more they, people
1: don't speak up about his weird obsession yeah. with the kids it's really it's been yeah. a problem for a while but now it's just the, his slip is showing it's it's really just not right it, it really is just so unbecoming of anyone yeah. but particularly an american president where's the sense of decency and integrity well, in there the position? are there it's isn't just any disgusting
2: there isn't any decency in the democrats i mean this is a party that's all about normalizing but you it's know, like is um, nothing
1: is there no low that's too low for yeah. them is is no, nothing beyond? Him. Is is there nothing worth shaming or judging at all? Like, is, is there just no moral compass at all? Is, is none? It's just. I if, mean,
2: Coke in the White House. Oh, a dime bag was found. We know it was Hunter. I mean, you know, it's like they don't even have the sense to do like what Jimmy. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Rosalind Carter is lying in repose today. Um, didn't he? Have, who was he? Had the, he had the goofy brother that was like making moonshine? Jimmy Carter had the sense to keep him away from the White House. Okay, <laughs> that's what you do—you keep the losers away from the White House. You just keep them away.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. somehow the Biden administration has uh, missed that lesson time and time and time again.
2: Well, the truth of the matter is, is in this case, the you know the. The head dude occupying the Oval Office is worse than the sun in some ways. So, you know, what are you going to do? You might as well have Hunter there. You got, you know, Grandpa Badfinger, <laughs> as as Kurt Schlichter calls him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. Are you going to watch? Uh, I, I don't know. I might have to tune into this DeSantis debate just because it's so tempting because it's going to be a train wreck
1: do you, yeah. or do you
2: think Woody or do you think DeSantis can pull it out
1: no I, I think it's going to be like one of those really bad car accidents on the freeway where you just have to look you don't want to and it's going to be painful it's not going to be pretty but I don't know DeSantis is just such an interesting case study in how to completely torpedo your your own momentum um because I think he's just lost so much that he worked so hard to build his reputation, his policy platform, his aspirations and, and his electability, honestly. So I'm very curious. To, I mean, I obviously, I'm not rooting for Newsom. I don't like anything about him, but I do think Newsom's going to wipe the floor with him. And uh, I'm curious just to see if he can take it, if he can hang. Honestly, I think it'd be kind of funny. So I'm going to get some popcorn and uh, I'll watch it at least for a little bit. If it's boring, then I'll turn it off. But I am curious.
2: So we will see you guys tomorrow night. Thanks to the listeners. Thanks to my guest. Thank you, Sesame Broccolini. And we'll see you all tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Keep your head on a swivel.